BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Meathead Day on uh, from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. And Baldwin Ace Hardware, of course, sponsoring Deer Meathead as well. Featuring the question of the day brought to you by JM Synthetics. If you have a question for dad, I am lean. I have a few, but I need more. If you have a question for dad on Dear Meathead, send it along. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Much appreciated. As you know, he loves to hear from you. So thank you so much. Welcome in. As uh, many of you know, unless you're new, uh, this is a daily show Monday through Friday where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Uh, I've got a couple of guests lined up. Well, I got dad for dear meathead. That's one guest. And then Jeff Striegel, who is the voice of NASCAR on MRN, uh, motor racing network. He's the guy that joined me on the huge show. He is an absolute. Oh my God. This guy is fantastic. I love this guy so much. Uh, he's going to join me. They got a big event going on at the local track Berlin raceway, which is just a fantastic fantastic venue and uh get the particulars about what's going on there with him he's just a wonderful guy to talk to okay so yesterday unfolded in a particular way this was interesting first of all let me start with this as a parent you remember when you were growing up before you had kids if you've been blessed with kids and um, you'd go out with your friends or do whatever. And if it was for me, I mean, I would go out, especially junior and senior year of high school, and get hammered every weekend unless if I was driving. We had a group of like four or five people, so it rotated. And we had enough sense for one of us to be the designated driver. So uh, I think the designated driver would only have 10 beers. 
And then uh, you walk into the door of the house, and, uh, you know, as you pull up, you're, like, looking for lights on. You don't want your mom awake, your dad awake, whatever. For me, it was my mom. And as you're getting to the door, you see a light go on. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, she's awake. Why don't you just go to sleep? It's because they're worried. They're worried about you. Uh, Well, I think in most cases. In my case, I think actually she knew that I was getting drunk and wanted to bust me. So, a little bit different though for me. Here I am, it's come full circle. Now, Madison is uh, the last of our our children who... um, Still tied to the house. Of course, she just finished her first year of college back home now. Uh, So, yesterday she gets off work and then goes to a friend's house. And the friend lives kind of far away. And so I'm laying there and I'm, I'm texting her, when are you coming home? I'll be leaving shortly. When? And she's like, dad, go to sleep. And I'm realizing that this, it's it's, you know... She was on the other foot. And she says, I have to stop and I have to get gas. Now, in my mind, this is what's going to happen. She's going to get out of the car to get gas. And some idiot's going to steal her from me. And then I will never see her again. And it is full on panic. And I'm like, oh, so I call her. I go, yeah, um, I'm worried about this. And she's just, yeah, I can hear the eyes rolling. She goes, I do this all the time. When I come home from work, I have to stop and get gassed. I mean, it's God. So then, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, tracking her on the, you know, I was telling you about how we have that, uh, tracking system. The Find My app. And you can actually watch that thing move. Like, when she moves, it'll move. And I'm actually laying in there. I should be sound asleep. It's 11 o'clock at night. I'm looking. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going like this. And I actually see her pull into the gas station. And I'm like, okay. So a certain amount of time to fill up the tank. I was like, okay. All I need is that little dot to move. The dot stop starts moving. It's it's she's coming home, and I'm like, oh, but what if there's another person in the car driving? I'm like, oh, God. it's gonna put me in the uh, in the loony bin. I swear to God, she's fine. But that's that's how I am. That's how I roll. Are you like this? Probably some of you might be. Uh, another day in the books, uh, closer with uh, completing Ozark. I am uh, on my sixth episode, and I'm convinced that this show is going to end terribly and that it's absolute shit. Uh, we have just the same sets, the same locations where they're shooting. It just alternates from Darlene's house to the Lazio to the stupid casino, 
to someplace in Mexico to all of a sudden the nephew shows up banging on the door out of nowhere. Some assholes looking for Helen. It is, it just sucks. It just strikes me as they're just buying time for some stupid ending. It, it is screaming Sopranos Game of Thrones to me. And I'm already annoyed because uh, back then when those shows were on, I was like, oh boy, yeah. I, I mean, I was, I was like buying it. But now I, I don't buy into that shit anymore. That lazy, horrible writing. You know who directed episode six of Ozark was Robin Wright, you know, from House of Cards fame. Jenny! Jenny! There are some shocking moments to be sure, but uh, few and far in between. Just these boring dialogue moments and then just some annoying fucking characters. Wyatt, kill him. Jonah, shoot him in the face. Charlotte, throw her off a bridge. I've had it with, with Marty, new age parenting his way through the whole fucking thing. And Laura Linney, that pain in the ass. What does she play? What's the name of her character? Uh, uh, Marty's wife. I don't know. She's annoying as hell too. I'm even getting fed up with Ruth. Yesterday, uh, I got a text from, uh, my arch enemy, Mike Ball, who I am racing again, even though I said I would never do this again. In the Grand Rapids half marathon, October 16th, you will be able to bet on this. You can bet on the winner in the race between Mike Ball and myself. Last year, I crashed and burned, nearly did not finish. He slaughtered me, hung up a great time. I think it was about a buck 39 for that thing. Maybe a little faster. I've got no business doing this. He revealed on the show yesterday because I said, hey, so uh, last year, I, you know, people picked who's going to win and by closest to the time gets a $300 prize, second place 200 third place 100 I go, well, what if I win? Can you pay for that? And he goes, not only will I pay for that, schmuck, I'm doubling it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, uh, I am not going to do that. He is so sure he's going to win, he's doubling the prize. So if I win, uh, and you correctly guess the winning time, or uh, I should say closest to the distance one, like if I win by 10 minutes and you pick nine or 11 and you're closest, you'll win the money. His first prize is 600 bucks. His second is 400. His third is 200. So he's putting a $1,200 purse on purse on this that is impressive idiot reaches out to me and I wasn't sure what this meant he wrote no little Debbie ice cream got it but there was no punctuation so it was a little tough for me to follow I made a delivery to eliminate one more excuse for you. Better get your FitPod working overtime. Uh, better get your FitPod working uh, 
That's FitBod. The FitBod app, which you should sign up for. It's a great app. Working overtime. October will be here soon. I wrote, wait, did you drop some off to the NFK? Now, I'm just thinking he actually did drop ice cream off. But in hindsight, I understand what he means with this text when he writes, made a delivery to eliminate one more excuse for you. I said, did you drop some off to the NFK? I'm thinking he dropped more ice cream off. And he wrote, yep. He said, he told me you have really soft hands and you know your way around a man's asshole. That's horrible. Here I am as caregiver and I have to bathe him and you're making some disgusting crack like that. So I called him a sick fuck. So I go home from the gym and I hear, hey, hey, that ball guy, he dropped something off from me, shit fuck. I'm like, uh, okay. And, and he did. Mike Ball did not drop any ice cream off. No, no, no. He dropped off a Strasburg sock. How sweet is that? And I'm like, you are awesome. This is great. Every stupid comment you've made is now it's okay. By the way, I think the guy at Strasburg sock is making a, making a lot of money. Cause he's sold. It's branded as power step ultra stretch night sock. Either they just ripped the idea off or he sold the patent. Because as you know, my uh, foot has been killing me and I've been uh, duct taping my foot up because I'm too lazy to buy the sock, which is just go on Amazon and buy the damn thing. I don't know why I haven't done it. Here it is. I got the sock on right now. It is doing its job. Oh, by the way, he also brought this. Strawberry shortcake rolls. You bastard. I did not open them. Unbelievable. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I texted him. I said, you are a saint. All right. Hang on. I got to finish my coffee. Life is better with besties coffee mug with the ladies on it. Love it. Okay. For you folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I must say goodbye to you. But look, I've got another hour and 40 minutes of show here. 41 minutes to be. Maybe a little more. So what you need to do is uh, find me on Twitch. And to do that, you go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. On your desktop, your laptop, download the Twitch app and just find me. And then you can continue watching the show. You might have to come up with your own handle, you know, uh, uh, dickhead22 or whatever it is. And, uh, and hit the follow button so you know when I go live. That way you don't have to worry about getting just a portion of the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm trying to get as many people on those platforms to sign up for me uh, on Twitch. And that way uh, we can continue to build that audience. So uh, please consider that. 
It's free. Uh, if you want, now when you start the Twitch stream, there's an ad that plays. That's it. Uh, if you're subscribed, but otherwise if you, it's totally free, but there is an ad or two in the middle of the show, which is just going to hit out of nowhere and you're going to be annoyed by that. So what you do is you subscribe. Now, if you want to subscribe, that's different than following. Following is just, then, you know, I go live subscribing is you get the show without interruption during, during the show like that. And you, you get it for free. If you have Amazon prime. On your desktop or laptop, sign up where it says, sign up free with Twitch Prime. You click on that, sign up free, and then there you go. You get the show without commercial interruption. But you must do it every single month. You, it doesn't auto-do it, you know. Uh, or if you don't have Amazon Prime, uh, drop five bucks and you get it that way. Uh, but the show is totally free on Twitch. So there you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am now going to send uh, the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube uh, out. Goodbye. Okay. Where were we? Yesterday around the house. Um, okay, so here we go. Yesterday, it was uh, two days, now one day, since the Queen of the Forest gets back home. And I talked to you that I've got to get done podcasting and that I've got to actually do some work around here. And, um, I, you know, it would be just like me to say, I didn't do anything, but no, I actually did a ton of shit and I have to do the same thing today to be able to not be blown up when she walks in the door. So that's the last thing you want. Your lady friend, your wife, whatever, your mistress, your boyfriend to come home. And, you know, you promised to get this shit done. So I got done with the podcast. And the first thing I needed to do was, and by the way, this is all happening. And, and with every minute that I have where I'm not standing, I have to put my foot in at, at the time, the duct tape sling, because I can only be on my feet for so long before it starts to hurt. And I have to put it in the sling. And I, I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. It, the, the, my heel is killing me. And when it's in the position that it's in right now because of the sock, it's good and it heals. So I have to keep doing this. I'm fine if I do it. If I don't, I'm in trouble. I'm telling you, if I'm on my feet too long, that is not a good thing. So yesterday, uh, head out. I got to go to the pool store, get four more gallons of um, uh, chlorine. Pour it into the pool. The pool is, like I said, green. Now it's not green. It's the algae's dead, but now it's just cloudy. I think I got to go back there and get more chemicals to put in this thing. So, okay, we got that going on. Pooh Bear says, I need the uh, you to get the um, uh, mulch dropped off from the scum bark peddler, Matt Hubbard at uh, Best Bark and Stone, who... Uh, he will not pay for any advertising on here because he's a cock. Um, but I am, I'm mentioning his name for free so that I can call him, uh, a cock. That is my payment. He's one of these righteous do-gooder fucks who I think there's some moral dilemma 
with this filthy twat advertising on the show. What was it from Cinderella Man? Uh, my heart is my family. My brain and my balls are my business. Well, Hubbard doesn't think that way. Anyway, I got a hold of those good folks outside of Matt from Best Bark and Stone, and they're bringing me my load of mulch on Thursday. They go, you don't want to do it on Wednesday. It's going to rain. It's going to take some of the dye off. Whatever. Just bring that shit. That was one of the things Pooh Bear wanted, to, wanted me to do. She goes, and I want you to get with Kyle on the phone and find out when he's going to come finish my house. I go, All right, I'm on it. I did those things. Now, that's not work, but it is something she wanted done. I get home. I've got limited time. I pour the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the chemicals into the pool. All right, great. That's done. Then I had to go scrub her brother's asshole. Done. Then there's this mountain of laundry. Now, I am not the laundry guy. Typically, she does that. I don't know why. It's just the way it works out. I cut the lawn and she does the laundry. Now I have to cut the lawn and I have to do the laundry. But before I get to that, I got to mow. So I mow the backyard. I mow the front yard. Then I water the grass. Why would you water the grass at this time of the day? Well, it has been kind of dry, but I need the grass wet because I got to put fertilizer down. And even in the spots where the sprinklers don't hit, I got to spray it down with the hose. So I do all that shit. Then I put the fertilizer in the thing. And then I uh, 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 spread the fertilizer on the lawn. Walk the dogs. I was killing it. Then it's time for laundry. At this point, my foot is killing me after being on my feet that long with the stupid lawnmower. And so I sit on the floor of the laundry room, surrounded by unfolded laundry, clean unfolded laundry, with my foot taped up with the duct tape. And was folding laundry. Uh, dogs get fed. I mentioned uh, washing the asshole. Yeah, that was an adventure again. Everything good. Then I had to clip his toenails. You're like, God, how do you do that? Well, I'm his caregiver. That's the way it goes. Somebody's got to do it. So just a ton of shit done yesterday. I accomplished a lot. Uh, then off to the gym. On the way to the gym, while in the car, foot in duct tape. Uh, while on the treadmill, that's when I got the text message from local fat fuck Mike Ball. Today, more of the same. I've got more laundry to fold. I've got to clean up the, the, the bedroom. The rest of the laundry room is an absolute disaster. And, uh, and shit like that. I got a guest I'm going to bring in here because I just got the word. Call him now. No worries. First of all, uh, sign up for my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you want more content, 10 or 5 bucks a month donation, you get 15 plus hours of content each and every week. It's the thing to do. Bosco's Pub, if you're in Hudsonville, Michigan, or go out of your way, visit there, boscospub.com. Great burgers. The absolute best. Love them so much. Uh, they are in Hudsonville, part of Terra Square. 
Bosco's Pub for lunch or dinner. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. Irvine's.com. If you are in Grand Rapids or the surrounding areas, that's where you get your cars fixed. Servicing all makes and models, domestic or foreign, the only exception being Volkswagen. Then, of course, A&E heating and cooling. My gosh, it's uh, it's been pretty damn cool here lately. Um, but, you know, it's going to be getting warm before too long. Before you flip on that air conditioner, please get it tuned up. I'm just trying to save you a little bit of money here. Uh, pay 79 bucks and get that thing tuned up. And then you're, first of all, assured it's running as efficiently as possible because it does get less efficient the more you use it. And then uh, looking at all the sensors and cleaning things and checking for any uh, squirrels nesting in the uh, unit outside of your home will prevent you from having any further problems. And if you need an install of a new air conditioner, uh, A&E will install the best in the business, the Comfort Maker brand of air conditioners and furnaces. We're bringing Jeff Striegel from Berlin Raceway right now. Uh, it's a big weekend for them. At Berlin. Uh, hey, uh, hang on a second, Jeff. Hold on, buddy. Oh, God. He's having a little bit of a problem with the Zenith. Jeff Striegel from Berlin. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you, Eric? Never better. Busy day for you media-wise with the money in the bank race going on tonight at Berlin. Yes? Yes. Um, we are busy. We are watching weather. We're watching a lot of different things. Hopefully, we're going to be watching racing tonight, Eric. Um, and the thing is, if you get your ticket for the money in the bank, you got a, uh, I mean, a, it's it's going to happen. The race is going to happen, whether it's tonight, tomorrow, or what, whatever you guys figure out. So it's important that you go to BerlinRaceway.com and get the ticket, correct? Yeah, it is. Um, number one, it's only $15 if we do it that way compared to 20 if we just show up at the gate and buy it out of the ticket office. The other thing that we're doing, Eric, is we're guaranteeing the ticket. And by that, I mean if you are unable to, to make it out tonight or tomorrow for some reason or another, just you don't want to sit and wait to see if it rains or you can't make it tomorrow, we're going to make that event ticket good for any show that we have this season. So you can buy with confidence. Come out here if you can. If you can't for some reason, use the ticket later in the season. It's the biggest short track race of the year. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like the envy of the uh, the entire Midwest uh, with this crown jewel of racing at Berlin Raceway. You've got Eric Jones. You've got William Byron there. Um, take me through how those guys get involved. Of course, some of the uh, shining stars of NASCAR. Well, you, you just hit the two biggest ones for sure. You got a two-time cup winner already this season, William Byron. You've got a two-time winner at the cup level and a home stater, Eric Jones. These guys are here, Eric, because they want to be here. They're here because they love to run super late models and they love to go short track racing. William Byron yesterday in practice, fastest of the 35 that are here, which is insane for him to show up here and be that good, that quick. Uh, but he is, and he's a super talent. Eric Jones is going to be very good. Uh, Bubba Pollard is here. He's a driver out of uh, the state of Georgia. 
Eric, we've got drivers as far away as the state of Oregon and Nova Scotia, Canada, that are sitting down here in pit road right now. Uh, that's that's very exciting considering, you know, I mean, here we are in beautiful West Michigan, Berlin Speedway, Marne, Michigan. Um, I mean, what you guys have put together there, uh, I mean, you said it in the last comment about how accommodating you are to the fans. It's kind of like wash, rinse, repeat, and people are taking notice. I think so. I hope so. That's what I'm trying to do, Eric, and I appreciate that. You know, the the thing that we are trying to do here, and you've been here, you know, uh, is we are trying to make a clean, family-friendly facility where you can come and enjoy racing. We don't charge anything for kids 15 and under. They're free all year long. I think we're probably the only sporting venue in the country that is offering kids 15 and under free all year, no matter what show we have. We really did not raise our ticket prices at all. We haven't in over 10 years. When everybody else is, we haven't. Um, you can still buy a hot dog for $3, a beer for 5 a uh, draft beer for 4 So, you know, we're trying to make it, it, with everything escalating, as you and I have talked about before, Eric, with the prices going up on absolutely everything, we're trying to hold our prices in line and make it affordable so that whether it's family or just the buddies coming to the racetrack, this can be a place to go. Don't forget free parking. I love that too. You know, I mean, how much when people pull in and they see the people there, like directing you in, you're almost like, well, okay, here we go. This is how they get us, but no, it's free parking. Yeah, it is. It's free parking and we've never charged. Um, I, I, I don't know what else to say. You know, we're, we've, the only thing we're concerned about right now is just the weather. And yeah. we can't control the no. weather. We do have the Michigan International Speedway jet dryer here, though. So I can tell you that if you're buying a ticket and you're trying to get in and you're worried about whether or not we're going to get rain, if we get a window, we're going to drive this track and we're going to go racing tonight. If we're unfortunate, not able to do it, then I guess we're going to be back here tomorrow and we'll do it all over again. What but the hell? One way or another, we're going to do this, Eric. Absolutely. Um, you know, with uh, you know, you have some of the uh, brightest uh, stars. You talked about people traveling from far away to race. But then you, of course, have the stars that are from right here who get to race with these um, stars who are have taken it like a step further. I bet that's yeah. extremely exciting for them, especially when they can beat them. Yeah, well, they got to beat them first. Um, We raced out here on Memorial Day weekend, and the driver that I referenced from the state of Georgia, Bubba Pollard, one of the top super late model drivers in the country, did pick up the win. But uh, two guys that you know well, the the brothers Thomas, Scott, and Tom, uh, who are from right here, Granville, they finished second and third in that event. They love all these guys that you're talking about. Evan Shotko out of Coopersville, Brian Campbell out of Wyoming, the Thomases out of Granville, the Bush family out of Hastings. They love it when they see a Kyle Bush or a William Byron or an Eric Jones, somebody that they see racing on TV on Saturday and Sunday, and they get to line up next to them and go head-to-head with them. Man, they, that's, that's living for them, and you're right. If they can beat them... That's just a bonus. Right. That's their Super Bowl. That is that is Correct. fantastic. So, and now you you still have a, a regular schedule uh, of races on Saturday, and then this event. What is the uh, uh, purse for tonight's event? I mean, it's called the Money in the Bank. So these guys come from far away because they want the cash. 
Yeah, it's ten grand to win, which makes it a prestigious show. We will be back for a Wednesday night race on August the 30th, which is a $30,000 to win race, which makes it the richest pavement race uh, race in the country. There are some more, uh, some richer dirt track uh, races around the country, but 10 grand for the winner tonight, 30 grand for the winner in August, and that's what makes these a premier event. That's what drives these drivers to want to come and race at Berlin Raceway. And, you know, when you look down on pit road and you just see the names, if, you know, if you follow the sport, some do, some don't, and we get it. Um, but if you follow short track stock car racing, we've got some of the biggest names in the country here. Let me just say that if you've never been, try it. Okay. I want you to the, I'm talking directly to the audience, go and check out racing, you know, and, and just see. And I, when you leave there, you'd be like, wow, what have we been missing? That's, that's what I, that's what I try to tell people, Jeff. Well, and you've been here, Eric, and, and you've seen what we've done to the facility. And if there's race fans out there that said, yeah, you know, I used to go to Berlin raceway. I haven't been out there in a couple of years or several years. When they show up out here now, they go, holy cow, we can't believe what you've done to the place with the outdoor bar, the stage, the fire pit, the tables, the whole sitting area, that ambiance that we have down there. We've got a brand new 6,000 square foot, 100% composite deck outside of turn number two for hospitality use. Um You know, I just, I'm proud of the people that work here. I'm proud of the facility, the way it looks, how we're operating right now. And I think it's showing up not only here in West Michigan, but it's resonating across the country. I'm really happy for you and glad to hear that. I know you're busy. You got to get onto TV. Fox 17 is going to, and I'm glad that they're doing that. I wish it was uh, more regular that, uh, that you'd, uh, that they would uh, reach out to you, but whatever, you'll take what you can get. I know that. And, uh, you know, I talked to Bill Simonson. And you know what he said, Jeff? He said he liked the way you and I sounded, and he wants you and I to do a show together on his uh, on his little network there. Well, we might have to we might have to consider (laughs) that. That's uh, he was here yesterday. You and I, we love him, Um, and I do appreciate what you said about Fox Seventeen. They are here. Savannah Fish is getting ready to go live. She's been here all morning. Nice. Um, Haley Vaughn is going to be here this afternoon. Fox does a great job for us. We appreciate everything they do. I appreciate everything you do as well, Eric. And I know that it won't be but another week or two and I will see you out here at Berlin Raceway. Yes, Jeff, I appreciate you so much. Enjoy the rest of the day and good luck tonight, okay? You got it, my friend. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Jeff Striegel from Berlin Raceway. How about that guy? Smooth. Talk about smooth. If you've ever, uh, I mean, most of you probably don't sit around and listen to a race. I shouldn't say that. I mean, some of you do listen to, it's tough to uh, get the NASCAR races on the radio. I shouldn't say that. Why do I keep saying things and then taking them back? What an idiot. Uh, MRN motor racing network. That's the ones who cover NASCAR. So if you can't actually see the race, you're listening to the cup races on MRN. And, uh, most people listen on the app nowadays. I don't even think there's a local radio station that covers it, which is a shame, but Jeff is the lead, um, announcer for that. And if you've ever listened to a race, you have to be on the top of your game because you got cars going by, you're commenting on them. And then 
he hands it off to the next announcer at turn whatever, turn one, and then turn two, and then turn three, and then turn four, and then back to him, and then the pit reporter. It's like an incredible dance. I love Jeff Striegel. He's an absolute legend. Thank you for being on. All right. Um, first of all, I forgot to mention this. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, NEV, Twitter, at Eric Zancho. Follow me on Twitter. I think I finally stopped the bleeding and finally started picking people up. I think I went from 15,300 to 15,400. That's the first time in six years, six and a half years, that my Twitter followers have gone up. I think I've actually uh, gone to the ultimate bottom of the barrel and have now started to build it up again somehow. Uh. Uh, thank you to Blue Frost IT for following on Twitter and uh, for sponsoring Twitter. And then, of course, YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Found out today that Bruce is into cat poop. Fuck. When I bring the dogs up the steps to come in here to do the show, I have to uh, 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 herd them. Benny never wants in. He's just sitting there on the bed looking scared. So I've got Bruce, O'Neal, Daisy. Daisy always plays hard to get. So I'm like, get in there. And she goes the opposite way. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She wants to get on the bed with Benny. It's like, no, there's got to be a fight. That's not going to happen. So uh, besides the second that I get in here, she's going to start barking and crying because she's crazy. Fear of missing out. The dog has FOMO. So I'm like, no, come on. You got it. And so I like get her by the collar and she won't budge. She's very stubborn. She digs her heels in and uh, finally get her in. But before that, Bruce goes by the cat box and i just discovered this he very quickly discovers the turd covered in uh litter and puts it in his mouth and i'm like what the fuck did i just see are you serious and he he he's smart enough to grab it and run and i'm like well does he have it or was he just sniffing around oh no he has it and then he gets to where i am not he looks at me and starts going. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on? What? What? And then a little, like, a chunk of it falls out. of Bruce is horrible. This is the same dog that I had to wipe jizz, his jizz off of Daisy's back. What the fuck is going on here? The, the thing falls out on the carpet. I'm like, I got to get rid of it. I just. I didn't have anything to grab it, and he wants at it, so I'm holding him back. So I just pick it up with my hand, throw it away, wash my hands. I'm like, you sick fuck. When that when my dogs eat feces, I don't I mean, seriously, I don't love them for a period of time. I haven't caught O'Neill eating feces in a while. He goes in the yard. Bruce now does the cat box. Daisy does the cat box. Bruce does not do the cat box. He needs dog turds. What the fuck? A video that I'd like to share with you from the hockey playoffs. Uh, it was 
I think a three games and none lead for the Avalanche over the Oilers. They ended up winning in overtime. Uh, this moment, they weren't sure about a goal, so they went to the, um, you know, the uh, replay analyst, the legendary Don Koharski. Go eat another donut, Don Koharski, whose brother Terry. I see regularly in the American Hockey League, legendary, the whole Koharski family, everybody refs. Don's Terry's older brother. He's no longer refing. He does work for, uh, I think this is TBS or TNT or something like that. So there's a goal in, and uh, it, it looked to be one that they would uh, review because the guy hit it with a high stick and then the puck went in. So Koharski is reviewing it for the analysts on TV. And uh, this fun hot mic moment. Yeah, I'm with Jonesy 100% here, guys. This because he picks up the from the high stick or potential high stick and picks it up himself. It has to be above the shoulder. Oh. Puck on the stick above the shoulder. Holy shit. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's a tough one. Sh- just sucks. That's going to be. That's close. Okay. So I think they said that there was no goal there. But, uh, and then, uh, what do you call it? The Avs ended up winning it anyway. Sweep the series. It gives a fuck. Go to the Stanley Cup finals for the first time since 01. But that was fucking sweet. Yeah, I'm with Jonesy 100% here, guys. This because he picks up the from the high stick or potential high stick and picks it up himself. It has to be above the shoulder. Oh. Puck on the stick above the shoulder. Holy shit. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Holy that's a tough sh- one. Just shucks. That's going to be. I like how he tries to fix it with shucks. Look at all these mouths of game. Oh, oh my God. That's close. That was great. Love that. I like how the uh, the announcers laughed. You know? Now, Don Koharski, he's probably going to be fired, canceled, uh, taken out of the Hockey Hall of Fame. I don't even know if he's in there. Uh, uh, never to be seen. He's probably going to be killed over this. You know how stupid people are these days. That That is called a fire. A fleeting expletive. Uh, It says, while Koharski's holy shit moment likely sent the control room into a frenzy, his reaction provided an appropriate appropriate moment of levity for those watching at home. Actually, I think they allowed that goal to stand. Uh, For Avs fans, the hilarious slip-up served as the perfect segue as the officials determined there was no infraction. So I have not been watching. No. Don't have time to watch. Are you kidding me? Uh, So that is Lekkonen's overtime goal. It standed. It standed. It stood. And the Avalanche uh, advanced to the Stanley Cup Finals. I don't care. I couldn't even tell you who they're playing. Or if even the other opponent has been determined at this point in time. I have no idea. I'm not going to act like I know. I don't. I've got more important things to do. All right. Uh, Juneteenth is right around the corner. Do you remember what Juneteenth is? 
I remember I talked about this at length last year. This is a, a federal holiday. Last year, at about this time, just before June 21. I think it's June 21. It's Juneteenth. Uh, let's see. Federal holiday. I'm sorry. June. It's been celebrated annually on June 19th. That makes sense. Juneteenth. Why would they call it Juneteenth and then make it on the 21st, idiot? Um, oh, I see. The day was recognized as a federal holiday on June 17th. Uh, still, that doesn't, that doesn't excuse me. June 17th, 2021. Maybe that's what I was thinking because they made it a federal holiday in 2021. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. June 19th is, um, is the official federal holiday, Juneteenth. I, I didn't know even know what the fuck it was, but uh, I knew when it, I saw that it was coming up, I remember researching this uh, a year ago. And it, honestly, this is something I, I, I think I should have been aware of. This was um, uh, the official uh, end of slavery in the United States. You see, when the Civil War ended and all that shit went down, all right, no, you're, you're free. Emancipation Proclamation. Well, it took a while to get to some parts of the United States in particular Galveston Texas was like the last place and uh this uh federal troops had to like ride in to Galveston and say hey uh all these people that are doing all your work well uh they can tell you to go fuck yourselves they're free okay and then that was it sounds like a good thing to have a holiday about if you ask me um, so there you go. Of course, Biden made, had to make it a holiday. Um, and so everybody thinks that that's stupid because Biden did it, but that's just ridiculous. I mean, come on. There was a story about Trump. Uh, Trump during his campaign for reelection, this is before Biden, obviously, um, added wait where is it no that's not the story i'm looking for he was doing a rally or something like that last year um in tulsa oklahoma i'm screwing this up i'm not even going to try to get this story out because i read it and then i'm going to end up having to like look for it i'm going to fuck it up but anyway you get the point juneteenth is the official uh end of slavery in the united states so why am i talking about this the Indianapolis Children's Museum. Take a look at it. Now that's that's a that looks like it would be a children's museum. You got the dinosaurs there, nice looking building, manicured flags. People come in, they they learn about important things. That's a that's the kids museum. Every decent community's got a kids museum. Indianapolis, no exception. So, um you can go into the kids museum and you can learn about all bits of science and wonderment and history and, and uh, Juneteenth is no exception. So you can go in there and you can learn about Juneteenth and then you can go over to uh, like the place where they serve the food. Now this is the special 
Juneteenth Jamboree event that they're having. Again, ending slavery at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. I love this story because it's so fucking awkward. Okay? Some lady, some black mom was with her kids. She's checking out the Juneteenth Jamboree. And she's like, oh, finally, finally, they're uh, they're doing the right thing. And they're uh, uh, talking about Juneteenth here at the Children's Museum. We can learn about the dinosaurs. We can learn about what happened a couple hundred years ago in Galveston, Texas, or however many years ago it was, and end of slavery. And, oh, my God, this is such a wonderful day. Let's go eat. So... Janelle uh, Slaughter goes over to the cafe at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. And like I said, she's black and she's got her black kids with her. And they're looking at the menu and they go, whoa. Hey, guys, do you want some Juneteenth watermelon salad? Fuck me. Come on. The folks at the at the museum are like, "What? What's a we're honoring Juneteenth with watermelon salad." Now, you know, this could be a sign that maybe racist stereotypes are are leaving. You know, I mean, that's one. it's one way to look at it negatively, which is the hilarious way to look at it negatively. The Juneteenth watermelon salad. Fuck. But, you know, you have to look at this uh, from a glass half full perspective. Maybe you got to figure that the people who are organizing these events are in their late 20s and 30s who are the, the big wigs at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. They might not know that there are racist stereotypes that have existed about uh, certain foods, you know? Um, that has been part of, uh, part of the racist stereotype playbook. Black people and, you know, the whole watermelon and fried chicken and shit like that. Now, I am not saying anything. I'm just saying that those stereotypes do exist. So if you're a black person, I don't think you've put enough distance between those stereotypes being a regular insult. And today, um, to, not, to, to look at something like Juneteenth watermelon salad and say, I wonder if that's what I think it is. You're going to think that some racist fuck uh, made the menu at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. Ms. Slaughter said, so y'all decided, hey, let's celebrate Juneteenth by perpetuating offensive stereotypes. Y'all really thought this was a good idea. Shaking my head, she wrote. Ms. Slaughter was asked to comment by NBC News uh, Monday. I I don't think you need a comment from her. I think she said all that needs to be said. Some dumb fuck. See, I... No one can be this ridiculous. I mean, because you got to figure that the people that work at the museum, they all... These are jobs that they want. And if you make Juneteenth Jamboree watermelon salad and and people see that, that's got to be... a uh 
I, I don't think that that's malicious. I think that no one is that callous and dumb and would then lose their job. Maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe the guy who owns a museum is a fucking hardcore KKK member. And he says, I want to have Juneteenth watermelon salad and free the slaves chicken and uh, crack the whip collard greens on the menu. I mean, and maybe that's what this asshole is thinking. We don't know. We have no idea. The museum's Facebook account said that the item was supposed to include a label explaining the history of the offering and that it would be pulled until, until the label could accompany the salad. Well, what type of label would you put on it? Juneteenth watermelon salad. To honor Juneteenth, we are uh, butting it up to a food that black people stereotypically like to eat. And who's the asshole that decided to, to do that? To wreck an absolutely perfect food choice. Watermelon. And say that, uh, hey, yeah, that's what black people eat. Everybody eats watermelon. Now, honestly, I, I truly in my heart believe that the people that are running the museum did not have any ill intent. And they just don't know the stereotype that old men like me know of. I am guessing that if you brought Madison in here... And if I said Madison, being a 20-year-old young lady, woke as hell, have you ever heard of uh, stereotypes about certain types of foods that black people eat? Uh, Because uh, when you were my age, or when I was your age, we were looking for any way to insult black people. So we heard about collard greens and black-eyed peas and chitlins and grits and fried chicken and watermelon, and we used those things for hilarity at a young age. Now I'm older, I would never dream of that, okay? I am hoping that this is more of an example of ignorance. People just aren't aware anymore of these types of racial stereotypes. Probably not wishful thinking i'm sure but if that is the case that they actually said no let's go and do this or maybe they're just stupid and think this is a great idea this is a great way to honor black people with juneteenth watermelon salad holy shit the um fucking museum writes Uh, There's a lot of research that goes into the food choices we make for special events. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think you did any research because if you have any brain, if you have anything between your ears, you would know that we are not far enough removed uh, from from that type of racial stereotype to, to label the Juneteenth watermelon salad. So I don't think you did any research. This is just stupid. The museum said in its online reply, watermelon, along with other red foods, excuse me, are a staple of Juneteenth celebrations, including our food court manager's family Juneteenth celebrations. So are you suggesting red foods? So uh, there you go. You can have the uh, Juneteenth watermelon salad and the uh blood of say uh, blood of slaves fruit punch i'd ruin that fucking joke fuck me 
Other users chimed in on the thread, noting that watermelon is not a common fruit among the African diaspora. Diaspora? I don't even know that word. Diaspora? What does that even mean? Some commented on the post that the museum was not paying attention to the reason people were upset. Now that I, I believe. This is shit. What a bunch of asshole. Uh, assholes. A subsequent apology posted to the museum's website acknowledged the negative impact that stereotypes have on black communities. The salad was removed from the menu. Yeah, I like how they uh, kind of uh, went away on this kicking and screaming and tried to like thread the needle. No, it's fine. No, no, no. You need to fire anybody that was involved in this. That's what you need to do. That's what. That's what's gonna. That's what's gonna be. Uh, uh, that's the only way that's gonna make this right. Quote, we are currently reviewing how we may best convey these stories and traditions during this year's Juneteenth celebration, as well as making changes about how future food selections are made by our food service provider, the statement said. For once, I would just like these statements to say, yeah, uh, we employed idiots who are stupid and they've been fired and uh, we are contesting their unemployment because they appear to be racist. Story says, while watermelon is one of a number of foods that have been stereotyped as staples for black people in the U.S., it was initially associated with poor Italians or Arabs, according to an article in The Atlantic. It was linked to poverty. It was? That is crazy to me because to me, watermelon is a rich man's food because it's so GD delicious. You ever get one and then... um, you like, uh, uh, you know, get it ready to eat. And then you take your first bite of it and it's just not sweet enough. It's just, it's like, oh, it's so close or even, but on the other flip side of that, you get one and it's perfect. It's so perfectly sweet. Oh my God. I love every bit of a watermelon. And when I cut mine up, I don't know about you, but you got to try this. Um, you got to cut the outside of the rind, all of it so that it looks to be like, it's about the size of a rugby ball. If you cut out the rind, you have this giant red watermelon rugby ball. It's fucking awesome. I used to cut it the way where you'd slice it and then you'd have to cut it, cut it off the rind. Now, fuck that. You do the rugby ball thing and then you cut it. Wear gloves. Otherwise, you're going to touch all the watermelon and everybody's going to catch your age, you idiot. But uh, I had no idea that it was linked to poverty. The Atlantic reported in 2014 as early as 1801 when a British officer stationed in Egypt called it a poor Arabs feast and wrote about the peasants who ate the fruit as it would be taken away as if it would be taken away. No, it's because it's fucking delicious. I go so far as to when I uh, cut up a watermelon and I put it in the bag and then I eat most of it. And then the juice, I'll put it into a glass and just drink it. It is sweeter than like uh, a fucking Capri sun. It's amazing. The stereotype became more widespread in the U.S. after emancipation when caricatures of freed slaves sought to paint black people as ignorant and mindless, according to the Jim Crow Museum at Ferris State University. Oh, there you go, in Michigan. Many of the racist cartoons showed them eating watermelon with all their hopes, dreams, and fears sated by eating watermelons under the shade of great trees. That's very interesting. Sounds ridiculous. Oh, my God. The Juneteenth watermelon salad? Who is the dick that did that? Oh, oh my God. 
Hey, I see that. Uh, uh, let's see. We got a lot of people in there in the group watching live. Dan Frazier from the Dirty Donut Races here. What is up? A successful race. More than 500 people hit the gravel. Uh, for this year's Dirty Donut, you are back. Dan, I appreciate you. That was a nice little uh, uh, touch with having my voice being heard at the race. Thank you, buddy. I see uh, Jason Mays is here. What's up, buddy? Patriot Nick. Tis Cloud. I don't know who you are. Most of you, I don't know who you are. I see Melissa. Red State Melissa is here. How are you? Formerly known as the anti-vax queen of West Michigan. And then, of course, M. Williams, 13808. No idea. If you ever want to reach me, if you are enjoying the show on the live stream and you're like, Eric's such a fucking idiot. I can't believe how stupid he is. The only way to communicate with me is by sending me a uh, email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. That is the best way to do it. That is on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. Let us bring in the man, the myth, the legend. My world-famous dad brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware featuring the question of the day brought to you by J.M. Synthetics. Truth be told, I called him yesterday and I didn't... Hey, hello. Hey, you there? Well, that was weird. I'm going to try that again. I hope he's not like... um... You know, laying by the phone, for God's sake. Hello. 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 Da- hey, Dad. Oh, all right. We've got. I think we have a. Uh, he's confused. That's what's going on here. Hey, Ruby. Hey. Hi, Dad. How are you? I'm well, and yourself? Not, not bad. Are you still there? I, he keeps hanging up on me. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Dad, can you hear me? Hello, Dad? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Call number four.
How are you? Hey, what's going on with the phone? I don't know. I think it's on your end. I think you keep doing something. No. No? We were talking to some. Oh. It, some dummy. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so it, how you doing, honey? I'm well. I'm well. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your hey, voice. Likewise. Hey, I want to make a comment right now before I get involved. I just want to say hello to Oram. Oh, Ram, yes. Yes, he loves you. I, we, I love him. Well, everybody loves you. I mean, let's be honest here. You you and Joanne are absolute treasures. Oh, wow, what an honor. Yes, yes. Well, it... Uh, to be to be sure, I think Joanne might actually be uh, uh, starting to surpass you in popularity. That's all right. I'll take care of that. <laughs> Break a leg or something. We missed you at the graduation. Yeah, I missed you at the graduation. Joanne yeah. missed you at the graduation. You know, I had to leave at two thirty because I had some uh, something going on uh, late in the day. So, uh-huh. so, so I, I actually missed you. I apologize for that. Well, you don't need to apologize. You have to do, do, do the things that you have to do. Right, right. So you showed up with Mike and Liz and all that. You had a good time? Yeah, it was good. Mike and Liz didn't come. Mike and Liz didn't come. Okay. How did you, how did you uh, get there? Did Jim and Sue bring you? Yeah. yeah, they came in and got in our car and drove us out there. Uh, Liz is... Quite damaged. Yeah, she hurt her back or something? Really bad. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, we were out there yesterday visiting her. Oh, poor kitchen's barely walk. Oh, boy. So, did she go to the dock? Oh, yes. Being uh, treated, I guess, for it. Now, that's, uh, you know, the back is tricky. I think all you can do is, like, uh, take some muscle relaxers, maybe a pain pill, and, and just lay low. That's exactly what she's doing, but she's got Sophia to take care of. Yeah, it sounds to me like Mike should take a couple weeks off. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mike, Mike is out there fishing. He is not Rob. He has helped her and helped her. Oh, he's, yeah. According to Joanne, he's helped her quite yeah, a bit. It seems but to... yesterday we went out there visiting her. Yeah. And, we were there. And, uh... And uh, because, because we were there, and she he went fishing. Oh, okay, yeah, I it's, okay. yeah. I mean, you're trying to throw him under the bus, and I think he's uh, he he's okay. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to t- treat somebody like I would do, you know. <laughs> okay, I, I wouldn't leave the sight of my wife. All right, fair enough. Um, well, you know. it, it's good to hear you, Dad. I uh, so glad you guys are here. And um, again, it would have been great to see you. But what the heck? I'm going to come see you very soon, though. Yes. Uh, yes. We, we have our um, we're we're planning on our Father's Day extravaganza, uh, and it's going to be a shish kebab fest. And it, <laughs> do you remember? I'm, la- I remember. I'm looking forward to that, my son. Yeah, I remember last year. It was one year ago. When the guy who lives down the street was driving down the street on the uh, on the ATV, and you and you wanted to fight him, do you remember that? <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Hey, you, you really got a memory of an ox. Is he? <laughs> hey, is he still doing that? Is he still racing up and down the street? Joanne says, I think he sold it. Oh, thank God. Thank God. 
All right. Well, here we go, Dad. I got a bunch of questions for you and Joanne. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I want to fire him off. So here I got a question. It says, Dear Meathead, do you think you will get in any more fist fights in the future? No. Well, Definitely wait. not. Well, last year you tried to pick one with Jeremy. Yeah, well, that was last year. This is a brand new guy here. Okay. So in the last year you've, you've, you've committed to no fighting. No. I didn't even make any commitment. It just came automatically. It just, you were reacting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's hope that uh, that doesn't happen anymore. No, it definitely won't. Uh, Paul writes, dear meathead, Eric's been talking about how expensive Jackie's wedding is going to be. What are your thoughts on a big, fancy, expensive wedding? Well, it really is just an individual type of thing. Uh, if there's someone, here's the thing. Let's say, uh, let's say in our family, someone's got all the money in the world or whatever to have a expensive wedding and all that. Well, let them do it, you know. But I say you can have a uh, kind of a normal type of a wedding and take the funds that you're going to spend on the wedding. Uh, help somebody else out with it. Wow. That's you know, hey, there's people that are really needy out there right now. Well, you know, if I try to explain that to Jackie, though, I think she's going to kill me. <laughs> Why? Yeah. If I, if I said, Jackie, uh, uh, I was going to have uh, uh, a great wedding, but instead I'm giving the money to the poor people, uh, <laughs> she'd probably shoot me. Okay, maybe, maybe. But you see, I'm trying to tell you about my common sense talk. Okay. We sit around a bunch of tables, drink like a fish, and hey, 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 and then what? What's, what's the, uh, you can go home and get, do, do your own drinking. Okay, so maybe if we just uh, scale it down a little. Scale it down, uh, like a family gathering and all that, and then uh, not necessarily boozing it up, you know, but uh, do some of that stuff. But then again, that's it. Put an end to it. But uh, go on bananas and spend all that money, whereas there's people out there starving for things, especially food, and... uh, we were just laughing and wow, uh, that is uh, a wet blanket right that, now. That is, she's calling you a wet blanket, but you're you're trying to help the poor. I like it. I like it, Dad. I think that's a that's a what it's a I mean, wonderful gesture. I think really needy people out there. Just give them your money. I give them money. <laughs> All right. You know. Now, uh, I want you to try this. Uh, when it comes to the wedding in November. Uh, give her a card and say, and say, uh, Jackie, uh, there's supposed to be money in here, but I gave $500 to some guy on the street instead. No, 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 no. That's not the case. A normal amount of money, give it to her. And then if you want to give her like $200, yeah. but give her 150 and give the 50 to the poor. Okay. If you do that, don't tell her. No, I won't. Okay. All right. Uh, Next up, 
but I probably won't be doing that. Okay, fair enough. Mike writes, Dear Meathead, my friend's foot hurts, and he makes a homemade contraption out of duct tape to get some relief. I try to tell him duct tape is no way to treat an injury. How do I correct. How do I convince this moron to stop using duct tape to heal his foot injury? Well, here's the thing. A friend of mine is, this is an analogy like, a friend of mine is hurt in a leg and all that, and you tell him this is what you should do, you know, health-wise. If he wants to listen to it, fine. If he don't, it's his damn business. Let him go. Okay, so... If you so you're telling me if you go over to Zach's house and he lost an eye and he put duct tape on it. I tell him, hey, you're blind already for out of one eye. You're good. Uh, you need some help, so go see a doctor. And if you don't want to do it, that's that, his problem. That's it. You won't. You won't even say, well, hey, Zach, you know, duct tape is not a doctor. You won't. No. You, no. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I tell him this is wrong. Go see a doctor, and that's all there is to it. Uh, your pal Aram writes, Dear Meathead, what is the best way to stop eating sugary foods? Willpower, my friend. Willpower. That's the most powerful thing in the world, the will. Make a decision that this is what you're going to do and stick to it. It's not going to kill you. It'll just... Put it off for temporarily, then you become acclimated to what you're doing, and you quit doing it. So I've gone through that. For instance, I smoke cigarettes. Yes, you did. And I drank. Right, and you 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 cut it all Many out. Many years ago. Did you ever do heroin? Never. Okay, good. All right. No, so so never. will I never have done drugs. Willpower is the way to go. Yes. Okay. Uh, Trevor says, Dear Meathead, what, what is your take on fart humor? Do you find uh, it... Am- what? Uh, fart humor. Do you find it amusing? Like if someone comes up to you and says, Hey, check this out. Do you, what, do you, what do you think about that? I think he's an idiot. So... You know. That's ridiculous. That is uh, not okay if someone says, hey, I got that some... That is not okay to do that. So if you're... Fr- if, let's say you got a friend named Rick, and he says, hey, how you doing? Hey, I got something funny to tell you. And you come on over here. And then you, he gets over there, and like, he, 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 yeah, you know, he farts. That's, that's I not... I'm going to get the hell away from you. You're probably going to punch him, right? No, that's ridiculous. What's the matter with growing up people? Yeah, I uh, uh, that that sounds silly to me. Why would I mean farts aren't funny? I mean it's Oh my god. I mean show some class. Right? Absolutely. I mean can you imagine somebody does that in front of you like your son? Yeah. Dad, what do you think of this? That's some real that's some real uh, Mickey Mouse low life. I want to hit him in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Low life Mickey Mouse. Those are the words. Those are the words I'm thinking of, dad. Absolutely. That's low life is all hell. Uh, Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, recently I've been having a hard time sleeping. Do you have any tips for falling asleep at night? Oh, boy. Uh, I really empathize with him because there's occasionally that some thought comes to my brain while I'm laying in bed trying to go to sleep, 
and it, it keeps me awake. And I just, uh, all I do is just close my eyes and eventually, hopefully, I do that and I fall asleep. Uh, there's nothing we can really do. I agree, it works. Uh, now, Joanne thinks that she, she reads quite a bit. And uh, reading. Uh, yeah. So. That'll occupy your brain and then you probably. Yeah, yeah. Visualize yeah, what you think. It changes your thinking. So Joanne says, "Read," and your your advice is to close your eyes. Well, pretend you're gonna go to sleep. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> There's nothing else I can do. I don't like to read. I don't want. I just don't want to do anything. All right. So. In fact, that's quite frequently I do that. You know, Dad. That that might that might be all that he needs. All he's got to do is close his eyes. Yes. Pretend that you go. You're falling asleep. Okay. Perfect. Okay, Dad. I got one more here. Jason writes. <laughs> Great. Good morning, Meathead. Uh, do you find uh, women's feet beautiful or attractive? I actually don't look at women's feet. You used to. You used to. Wait, what? I used to, but I, I don't. I don't recall that. No. Nah. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't pay attention to feet. You're not. <laughs> okay. No, hey, feet is feet. God gave us the feet so we can walk, not to look at it. Uh huh. All right. I uh, mean, women take pride in. Their feet, you know. Well, yeah. That's yeah. Guys, I don't know. Guys are guys. All right. You know, they live with the toughness and all that. Yeah, we don't care about that stuff. We don't want a pedicure, you know. No, I I don't. Now, yesterday I went out visiting my granddaughter. She's a a a bug about getting getting hold of your nails and stuff. Doing it. No, she did it on her own. Well, you know, she does that because she just cares for me. Yeah, yeah, I, and I get it. I work, um, my hands off, my fingernails always get dirty because I work outdoors all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, she and had I to help. I clean it as much as I can, but she grabbed a hold of it and cleaned it all uh, up. That's, that's nice. That That is a sign of love. Uh, take, yeah, that's Taking love care. Yes. Taking care. Uh, all right, Dad, I'm, I'm kind of going to review here. Uh, uh, you're, you're, um, uh, let's see. Your words on farts. Low life as all hell. Yes. Uh, when it comes... If that's my son and did that in front of me, I'd kick him in the ass. When it comes to sleeping, try closing your eyes. Yeah, close and keep it closed. In fact, I take a blanket and cover my face. Oh, fair enough. That's good. I really do. Darkness. And then you added... Uh, feet is feet. Uh, God gave us feet so we can walk. Yeah, nothing. No. Yeah. And then all that. And then you add, you uh, finish it up with the great word of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Guys are guys. Yeah. Dad, I love it. We're born to be tough, you know. Hey, Hey, I'm with you, man. We got to be tough. Born to be tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, women are born for the beauty that we can watch and enjoy. It. Well, women can be tough, too. I mean... Yeah, tough in a reasonable thing, but you know. Hey, they can be tough, and then they're, but their feet can look good, too. I mean, they're going to be yeah. tough, but they're going to get a pedicure. 
Uh, my life is tough if you let it be tough. Oh, I believe it. I know that. You love me? Yeah. I don't. I don't mess with Joanne. I. I hey, I tell you what. It's music to my ears when she's laughing because if she's not laughing, that means she she might smash me in the face, and I don't want that. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's how it goes. Okay, well, Dad, I appreciate it. That's it. Uh, the uh, question of the day was the one about feet. That question of the day brought to you by JM Synthetics. Dad, I really appreciate you once again. And Joanne, I love you guys forever. We love you. We love you too. Okay, and I'll be seeing you very soon. I'll be calling uh, in the days ahead to make final All arrangements. Right. I hope our grill works. Yeah, our grill's gonna be fine. If not, I'll bring my own. Okay. Okay. Love you, honey. Love you, dude, guy. Say hello to your baby. I'll say hello to to my baby. Okay, Dad. Okay. Bye now. All right, bye-bye. Feet are feet. God gave us feet so we can walk. I suggest to sleep. You close your eyes. Hey. Fart guy. Hello, life is hell. I'll um I'll save that quote for when we do triggered time with Rick from TC Paintball. Uh Rick wants to call his segment Friday Rickless Abandon. We might have to have some type of compromise there because I think that sounds like shit. I like triggered time with Rick, but that's more of a uh it, it, to piss him off. Seems like every time we do Dear Meathead, it's always, it, it, it like never, uh, uh, lets me down. It's just, he is such a, uh, I mean, you're, you're hearing this dynamic in his household. And, you know, we started this, uh, more than six years ago. And he has been a regular since it all began. I don't. I uh, very very rarely has he even missed a uh, a week of doing this. We have hundreds and hundreds of episodes. In fact, if you uh, check out the Lost Zane recordings on Patreon, you'll hear the early episodes of this and uh, how he sounded that many years ago. I think he generally sounds the same. He might be a little bit more. Uh, uh sharp but he's still very clear when he when he speaks you know i mean he doesn't sound he doesn't sound like he has dementia at all he sounds fine um in fact i spoke with uh joanne's daughter my stepsister i always say that she gets pissed at me when i describe her as joanne's daughter but it i do that for clarity so you know who is who my three stepsisters i refer to as my sisters uh, Nikki, Joanne, I'm sorry, Nikki, Lizzie, and Sue. Those are Joanne's three daughters. And uh, my stepsisters, who I call my sisters. And uh, Sue is the oldest. And uh, Sue and her husband, Jim um, Marquis. You've heard that name mentioned before. Whenever I say Marquis, that's Jim. They... Um, said that this is something he lives for doing this segment. 
each week. He is like, and I explained that because they listen to it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's, he just, uh, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. You just wind him up and let him go. And it's a hit every time people love it. They go, if he, and, uh, there was a person in the household who will remain nameless, not in the household, but in the, in the, uh, family community who is not a fan of deer meathead. Okay. And is suggesting that it is uh, humiliating. Now, it's not. And I know how to handle my dad. I, I try to not embarrass him in any way, shape, or form. That's why I, uh, I've, I've said many times, let's keep the questions very simple. Try not to embarrass him and things like that. Because when they get too uh, involved, he doesn't follow it. And he gets confused and it's embarrassing. So that's why I always say, keep the question simple. Well, I had a, uh, this one particular person says, I, I don't like it. I'm like, well, what, what's the problem? And, um, so, uh, the idea is that it's like, am I taking advantage of him or am I embarrassing him or exploiting him or something like that? And I was like, I, I don't think so. I mean, he, he seems to love it. And, uh, uh, I'm going out of my way to protect him as much as I possibly can during these segments. And I've said many times, if I ever get the inclination that it's, you know, a little weird, perhaps he's, um, it's revealing that his cognitive abilities are becoming a bit frazzled. Well, then we wouldn't do it. I would not allow that to happen. I would protect my father. <clears throat> but uh thank you thank you i i know a lot of you guys uh love it and uh and i was when uh, getting back to marquee he goes oh i i disagree completely he it's fantastic he it's so joyful to him to do it so all right thanks again for being part of dear meathead okay where am i here uh, talked. Okay. God, I still can't get over Juneteenth watermelon salad. What a bunch of idiots. Uh, hire me on cameo. I only did four cameos last month. I need to do more. Let me read to you some of my cameo reviews. If you don't know what this is, you hire me to wish somebody a happy birthday, roast someone, whatever it may be. Um, I can make it as silly ridiculous mean or fun as you want it to be i have 52 reviews every single one of them is a five-star review this one absolutely perfect this is the second time i've used zane for a cameo and each time he has exceeded my expectations he will do everything you tell him to do and puts his own fun little twist on things absolutely rec would recommend to any fans of his thank you absolutely the best even with Bruce taking a shit on camera. Thanks, EZ. <laughs> um, fantastic. Impressive turnaround time, too. I love your no-holds-barred approach. Just sent it his way. to see. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, he reads that. I said it's not safe for work. Ha-ha, thanks. Worth every penny. That's how I describe Eric's cameos. He can tear you down or build you up. Hell, he can even tear other people down at your request <laughs> uh, as them with his spot-on impressions. Love it. Thank you, Eric. Eric, I'm dying of laughter. Phenomenal. 
Eric did an awesome job. He takes the time to make the the video personalized to the individual who will be receiving it. This cameo was for my son's 10th birthday. Zeke loved the hockey sounds and his favorite PA announcer's voice. Thank you, Eric. Uh, that is um, Tim. His son is special needs because um, the child was abused at a young age and taken away Zeke's from Zeke's birth mother. Tim adopted Tim and his lovely better half, Chris. Oh man, I hope I'm not fucking that up. Adopted him. And uh, he loves hockey sound effects. So I... God, I thought I had it still here. I had the hockey sound effects on here, like a pick, uh, stick slapping and the sound of people hitting the glass and... And there it is. So I've got this going on while I'm doing while I'm doing my announcer voice. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome C. And so I had to do the cameo like this. And then uh, Tim's telling me that his eyes lit up. You know. Now there's a big hit from that I did not. I did not include that type of uh, nonsense. He's a, he's a young man. He doesn't need to be hearing that type of language. All right, that's enough about me. Uh, Full House Comedy. I just talked to Big Dick Donnie Veltman, and he's sweating it. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you sweating it for?" He goes, "Well, I got to sell tickets for the Saturday, June 11th Froenthal Center. The Froenthal Center is a venue in Muskegon." Terrific place to see a show. And Donnell Rawlings is going to be there. He thinks he's headlining it. Donnell Rawlings. Wasn't it Ashy Larry? Was that the character? Is going to be there. But no, D-Ray Davis, or DeRay, I don't know how you say it, is going to be headlining. Uh, I posted this um, this clip because Donnell and DeRay... Uh, shot this for Big Dick Donnie so that he could promote the show. Uh, make sure you can see this here. Yeah, Ashy Larry, very funny character. Okay, this is funny. This is boy Donnie Bronze, aka Ashley. Larry. Why do they call him Ashley Larry? Well, there's your answer. Y'all know I'm be headlining at the Farventhal. Farventhal, I have a place. Put your hands together for Mr. Darnell Rollins. Give it to him, y'all. The what? I'm, he- I'm headlining. I'm going out. We already we flipped the coin. I already won. He is D. Ray Davis. All right, I'm headlining. We in Michigan. Yeah. Muskegon, Muskegon. I pronounce it. Farventhal and the Farventhal. Frogenthal, June 11th. Y'all already know what it is. It's just Frogenthal. Frogenthal. There's going to be no snowflakes. There's going to be snowfalls. It's a chocolate factory. You know I got to be there. You know what I'm saying? Chocolate factory. I'm headline. I'm on my moment. I'm on. I'm on okay, let me get it right. I'm on my Monique shit, nigga. You ever see a brother get some unsweetened tea and he don't know the shit about to be unsweet, nigga? That nigga like, can't nobody tell me. What the fuck is this shit, bro? <laughs> Who put this flint Michigan water on my table? I beat the shit. Fire! 
got the contract. I'm headlining. This is boy Donnie Bronze, aka Ashley. Oh fuck. That is great. Um, <laughs> I should try to get uh, Big Dick Donnie in here. I'm like, what are you worried about? I ain't gotta sell tickets. And I said, for what? You Donnell Rawlings and uh, D. Ray Davis. I go. That's the black people show. He said, yeah, I'm worried that no one's going to buy it because there's not enough black people. I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's Donnell and D Ray. Of course it's going to sell. He's not going to pick up because he thinks I want money from him. Come on. I'm trying to promote the show. You dumb dick. Hold on. Your call. There we go. Hang on. He thinks I want money. Pick up the phone, bitch. Period. I'm trying to promote the show. Laughy face. You got to add the laughy faces. Because then people think you're serious. And then their feelings get hurt. And then they go bananas and lose their mind and say they never want to talk to you again. You ever have that happen? Raise your hand if you've had that happen. You make one thing, one crack that you think is not the end of the world, and then it gets to the eyes or ears of whatever fuck who goes, oh, 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 that hurt. You asshole. I hate that. I have no tolerance for that. I'm done. Anyway, go see the black people show. Chocolate factory comedy show starring blacks. D-Ray Davis with special guest Donnell Rawlings. Rich, bitch! At the Froenthal, Saturday, June 11th. Big Dick Donnie, this is what he wrote to me. I said, I need to get Donnell back on. I'll check. They've been tough to pin down on interviews. I think he's filming for BMF. I don't know what that is. And then he has a ton of shows with Earthquake. I don't know what the fuck that is either. I'll get back to you on advertising after this weekend. I have a lot into this show and my stress levels are super high because it's not exactly an audience that buys tickets early. No problem at all. Are you worried about the black people show? He said, they finally sent me a killer promo and it's the one I just showed you. I said, do you want me to post this to my page? I'll take it anywhere I can. He says, I'm going to post it on bathroom stall walls. Well, then pick up, you fucking mute bitch. People that can't handle stress annoy the fuck out of me. Put on your big boy pants. You figure the shit out. All right. 
Uh, dumpster divers. I just ordered a dumpster. I got another one coming Monday. I got a. That's another thing I had to do. Queen of the Forest just doesn't want that garage clean. We the party's June 25. That garage needs to be clean. There's all sorts of shit in the garage. Broken glass, trim, old trim. Any holy fuck. It's all in there. She goes, we need a dumpster. You got to throw all that shit out. I go, no problem, honey. You got it. I called Kyle. Dumpster is all set. Call or text 616-375-9962. You can also go to dumpsterdivers.com and schedule one online. Okay? Their dumpsters are cheaper than everybody else's. Kyle will be here for Let's Kill with Kyle from Dumpster Divers tomorrow. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. My policy shop insurance. Uh, it's about time that you got a health care policy. If you are going without insurance, you're making a huge mistake. The idea that, oh, I can't get health insurance unless I'm working is an absolute myth these days. Um, okay, you can get health care. That's what healthcare.gov is all about. And you're like, I'm not doing that shit that's Obamacare. Dude, that's what it's set up to do. You're supposed to have insurance. Reach out to Frank today at My Policy Shop Insurance. You can find out or get in touch with him one of two ways. Go to the website, buyinsurancehere.com, or call 616-914-4070. Mention me, and you're off and running. His services cost nothing. He's going to get you a health care policy. Uh, if you're a single guy, you're going to pay, I don't know, 100 bucks a month. Hell, when I signed up, healthcare.gov without frank i bought the wrong policy but i still was insured um but i had a family policy for my wife myself and two kids and it cost me 110 bucks a month with dental care that gives you an idea of what you're going to spend this is absolutely within your reach uh frank will explain how it happens but essentially the government subsidizes you they get they pay for most of your premium and if you don't, if you don't earn a, if you get to a certain threshold, you earn too much, then you got to pay it back. But most of the time you won't. And then it's like fucking free insurance. What the hell? 616-914-4070 for my policy shop insurance, Frank Fuss. Okay. I got 19 minutes to go and I got to pee. So this has to happen. Okay? Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Kelly DeBlay. Is that how I say it? DeBlay? DeBlay? DeBlay. Kelly DeBlay. I recognize that name from social media, I think. The lady. A service stop. What is that? How about Chevrolet 089? Uh, see, Dennis there, Dennis G in Grand Rapids. His name is Dennis underscore and then his last name. That's easy. Why, why would you do that? Put like a name of a fake name. Then I, I can't really see who you are, you know? Confused. Kenny gets it. Kenny in Nashville. Kent, drop E, add U. He put his nickname in there. Lisa K. Listener Jason. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, 
Some of you, I've been able to figure it out, but other ones like Savage Sack Lunch, I still have forgotten who that is. I, I don't know. I have a short, I have short, uh, I have short-term memory, I think, when it comes to these things. I can't do it. All right. I uh, just heard from Big Dick Donnie Veltman. He said he's going to text me when he's done with his meeting so I can talk to him about his black people show coming up at the Froenthal Theater. Froenthal Theater or Froenthal Center? Froenthal Center for Black People Night featuring D. Ray Davis and Donnell Rawlings. Donnell is one of the funniest people on the planet. I don't know anything about D. Ray. I'm sure he's hilarious, though. I mean, if you're if you're appearing, if you're the headliner and Donnell is the first one out, you must be funny. So that's a great show. I'm sure that's going to be a great show. All right. What the fuck is going on? I'm getting hungry. Running out of gas. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Let's get into this. Uh, the um, Carolina Panthers have announced their newest cheerleader. I'm going to introduce you to this person. Uh, let's see. This would be Justine Lindsay. This is Justine right here. She is the newest cheerleader of the Carolina uh, Panthers. Justine uh, was a dude and is now not a dude. And is the newest cheerleader of the team. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, it, if you're going to have cheerleaders, I mean, they can't all be like, I think it. I think it's sending the wrong message if they're all perfectly hot women. I think if you want to have the right message on cheerleaders in, in today's inclusive world, you should have representatives from everything. And the Carolina Panthers are getting it. Because you've got Justine Lindsay represents the transgender community. I need a better picture. Justine Lindsay images. <laughs> okay. So what do you think? Um... Now, I do not find Justine Lindsay attractive in any way. But that is just my preference. I think this is the strangest human on the planet. I think she should be a cheerleader, though. In today's all-inclusive all world, we need to have more people like Justine. This doesn't bother me in any way. I'm not freaked out by it. I think she uh, she looks like an alien, but that's just my personal uh, 
my personal input there. I don't know if it's the overly long eyelashes, the chiseled face, or the sharpied on eyebrows. Uh, this is absolutely the purest representation of a transgender individual. I don't know what's up with the transition, though, because um, there are no breasts on Justine. And this pose here leads me to believe that she is covering a giant dick and balls. So I would go just to see her. I don't even care about the football team. I want to see Justine cheering with the rest of the cheerleaders with the giant dick and balls smashed up against the the tight spandex i think that that would be absolutely perfect for the world this is what we need <laughs> again yes i support this we need to have uh obese people we need to have people with no limbs we need to have every race we need to have a guy wearing a MAGA hat to be a Carolina Panthers cheerleader. I think they're missing a great opportunity here. If you're going to do this, you got to do it right. One chick who's hot, uh, ugly chick, fat chick, uh, dude turning to a chick, chick turning to a dude, uh, dogs, cats, whatever. That needs to be the new cheerleading team. If you're going to do this right, you can't go with just a transgender person. You must go full-on acceptance, everyone. That's what I think needs to happen. Who's with me? I love that story. Uh, Justine is getting all sorts of shit about it. You know, some of these ignorant fucks are saying terrible shit, saying you, uh, the, the thanks to the Panthers for ruining the game of football. What a terrible thing to say. Are you kidding me? This is a human being. This story, this is actually three months ago that Justine announced on Instagram. I don't know why it's taking so long for that story, this story to make the rounds. Uh, she announced, hey, I got the job. I got the gig. She shared she is a transgender woman and also announced she was joining the Top Cats. That's the name of the cheerleaders. Um. This is big, Lindsay told BuzzFeed News in her report published Saturday. I think more people need to see this. I agree. It's not because I want recognition. It's just to shed light on what's going on in the world. Right on, man. I'm with you. Or woman. I would watch the cheerleaders more than the football team if they were as I described them. You know? You got to get a couple people, like a chick who got mauled by a dog, uh, a couple pit bulls, you know? Have them on there. Um a few down syndrome people some some uh, kid with autism who shits in his hand and eats it while he's cheering absolutely these are all this is all in an attempt to be inclusive i don't want you to get the wrong idea here these are this is all something i i support let's bring in donnie veltman and bring in and get his thoughts on this hey eric Don, I was just talking about the uh, Carolina Panthers. They just brought in a transgender cheerleader. Did you see this story? Um, no, I didn't. Well, uh, 
Justine was born a man and is now now a woman. And the Carolina Panthers made Justine one of the cheerleaders. Now, I'm of the opinion that they should go a step further and have one hot chick and the rest is all different, like, inclusive things. Like, fat chick, person with no limbs, person mauled by a dog, you know, uh, everybody. All creeds, colors, and, and malformities. What, what are your thoughts on this, Don? Uh... Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Never mind. Don't answer this. Don't answer this. You know, I put you in a bad spot. I would much rather talk about Donnell Rawlings and uh, D. Ray Davis. Is that right? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, coming up Saturday at the Froenthal uh, Center in Muskegon. Correct. Okay, now you you inform me that you're stressed out about this. What in the world could you possibly be stressed out about? Um, trying to get ticket sales up for this one. What 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 would cause people to not go to this show with such a legendary team up there? I mean, that is incredible. I don't know. Um, sometimes just uh, ticket sales are a little bit late on shows, so hoping that's the case with this one. Okay. Well, um, you know, Donnell, D-Ray, 8 p.m. Saturday. If you can, if either of those guys wants to chat about the show, if they have 10 minutes, send them my way. It's shocking that that wouldn't sell out the moment after it was announced. How long ago did you uh, talk about this? Shoot, it's probably been two months or so. Oh, for God's yeah, sake. I, I kind of thought it'd be the same case. That uh, I mean, that's just such a huge lineup. Uh, Donnell alone is a monster, and he's not even headlining the show. So, uh, D-Ray Davis, um, I'm not sure if you... I don't see you as a snowfall uh, no, watcher. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I guess a lot of people love it. Yeah, Snowfall's pretty popular. D-Ray's a big player on that show. Why okay? Why didn't you, why, why don't you go to where black people are and announce like with a megaphone that they're going to be there? Or I don't know. Go to the usual uh, hot spots for our African American uh, friends and promote it. Uh, we've done that too. So yeah, okay. We've been out uh, out Muskegon uh, doing some promos out there, and yeah. Okay. Well. we'll see. So, um, I, I can hear it in your voice. You're actually freaking out about this whole thing. Yeah, I am a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm freaking out a little bit. It's a big show. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, you're going to do great. I am. You got it today. <laughs> today is this Wednesday. You've got till Saturday and I want people to go buy tickets at fullhousecomedy.com. How much are they done? Others cheap as $38. Um, and then there's a few VIP seats left that those go all the way up to $85. Um, so there's a lot of very affordable seats. I mean, it's a great show. They just put out a great promo together. That's I saw absolutely it. hilarious. Yeah, we actually played it on the show today and I posted it. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, it was very funny what they did. And I'm glad that they did that. Um, okay. So what would happen to you if it doesn't, I mean, other than lose your, your financial freedom, 
uh, will will they kick your ass if there's no one there? They'll probably do that too. I'll, I'll lose my financial freedom. They'll kick my ass. Okay. I'll, to, I'll become like an intern on your show, probably. Perhaps uh, if you offered free bowling with ticket, perhaps they could, uh, uh, you know, head over to Howard City, which is a known hotspot for our African American friends. Perhaps that might uh, sweeten the pot for them, Don. We can we can try that. We'll uh, we can throw that promo out there and see how well it fares. Don, I've noticed that you're very proud of your son's uh, uh, sports. Uh, exploits his abilities as a baseball player and a football player are you counting on him to become a pro player to save you from financial ruin uh i wasn't until until this week so i told him hey like you need to you need to pick it up a little bit don you survived the pandemic when governor whitmer uh wanted to shut you down completely this will be no problem you will you will thrive i promise you. i think i'm wondering if governor whitner whitmer has something to do with this one i don't know is it true yeah, that it you like uh, shut down. you were you wanted to show up in the uh, basement of the vacuum store when they were plotting to kill her that you wanted to be there for the head <laughs> no no that is not no true. that's not true i thought, I thought uh, vacuum store i thought you were going with uh breaking bad like uh Oh yeah, ready yeah. To just get out of here. Hey, are you a Better Call Saul fan? It's actually queued up on my TV right now. You like the entire uh, last season here? I think this last season is amazing. Uh, oh, okay, so you've watched it all the way up to the most recent developments. Yes, I loved that. I don't want to give anything away, but yeah. man, I tell I, you what, those Vince Gilligan and uh, the other guy—I forget his name—they just kill it every show. I'm really curious. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming they've got uh, what, like six or seven more episodes. I know they're at like the midway break, and sometime in July they're coming back. Yep, July 11th. season off. But this re- is actually that Breaking Bad was a great show. Obviously, one of the best shows ever. Last season was amazing. Uh, but there was points in uh, Breaking Bad just like two episodes out where you're wondering like hey how are they going to finish this how are they going to finish it and they all there to me they had a lot of characters in that show that annoyed the piss out of me i i I love every character on uh on better call saul i mean it's it's like every scene is a winner yeah even somebody from the last episode that right Yes, yes. You even like him. Yes, I love that character, too. You know, do you have a favorite? I think my favorite character, and I won't say anything about what happened to the character or what's going on with the character, Nacho Varga. Did you like Nacho? Uh, Nacho is incredible, and I think um, there's an interesting theory that he's mentioned in Breaking Bad, he said, uh, um, when they had the gun to, when they first meet Saul and they had the gun to his head, yeah. he says, it's not, it's, it's it not, wasn't me, it was Ignacio. It was Ignacio Varga, yes. And that's the reference of, allegedly, that that was Nacho. Um, I know, I like uh, Kim Wexler, and I'm really curious. Obviously, she's not in Breaking Bad, so something has to happen. Yep, yep. I theory had my, she goes to jail. I think uh, she's dead. I think she's killed. You think she's dead? I don't think, I think 
that wouldn't work out in Breaking Bad. Um, because Jimmy's too too uh, too too happy go lucky in Breaking Bad. Yeah, but then at the same time, if his wife's in jail, probably for something he did, but he also be happy go lucky. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm really curious what, how they're going to wrap that up. Obviously, uh, they got to tie off that loose end at some point. Lalo, and I, Lalo's amazing. How that guy scares the shit out of me, Lalo. Dude, Lalo is so good. And <laughs> for being such a, a badass, that guy, it just kind of like Gus, um, where he's a scary dude, but you still just kind of liked him just because yeah. he's got this weird, like, energetic personality oh, like that just kind of it makes you laugh a little bit, even with being as creepy as he is. Hey, I tell you what, when this thing ends, I'm watching the whole thing again. You yeah, know, I agree. I think you, you got to piece it all back together just Fucking once hey. it ends to be like, oh, wow, okay. It, it has been my favorite show of all time. By the way, I was I was talking about this yesterday. I watch Ozark 2. That show sucks dick. Ozark oh. is shit. Ozark is terrible. It was good for like two, maybe two and a half seasons. Yeah. And it just reached a point where it's like, ugh. Oh, same my with, God. Same with Billions. Like, we had Dan Soder in last week, and... Dan's uh, uh, Mephie on Billions. Even he was telling me, I don't know if I should say this, but even he was telling me, he's like, this show is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, there's another season coming up. They asked me how many episodes I wanted to be in. I was like, how many do I need for my health insurance? Yeah, right. He's like, I'll be in three. Oh, shit. Yeah, I I hate it when uh, when a show just is like you can tell the writers have lost any bit of creativity, and all they're doing is is uh, these forced plot points where somebody gets shot in the face. You can see it coming a mile away. Just sucks. I think Vince Gilligan, like you got to give that guy a huge credit because uh, I mean, Better Call Saul hasn't ended yet, so maybe or maybe it gets messed up, but I doubt it. Oh, dude, just on the path that. Breaking Bad followed where I think it got better every single season. It ended on an absolute, I don't know if you call it a high note, but it was one of the best episodes, if not the best episode. And you kind of see Better Call Saul heading that way, yeah, too. Yeah. And you I, just don't see that very often. To me, uh, Saul is, is much more consistent uh, because there were clunkers on, uh, on Breaking Bad. And like I said, like Marie, I hated her. Uh, the, the kid with cerebral palsy, I wanted him dead. Uh, what the fuck? What was the wife's name? I, uh, Skyler. Oh, Jesus. You know, outside of Jesse, Jesse, Walt, Hank, Gus, you know, Saul. Those were all great characters. And, uh, of course, uh, Mike. But uh, and there was plenty that I hated on, on Breaking Bad. There's a lot of people that you'll talk to that haven't watched Breaking Bad that will say, hey, I watched, you know, the first couple episodes and I just couldn't get through it. Um, I can see it. Like, I understand it. Like, it started off a little bit slow and it took a little bit to get into it. And then once you got into it, it was like, oh, my goodness. Right. Uh, Yeah, you got to be patient. You got to be patient. Better Call Saul, even if you didn't watch Breaking Bad, I think you can get almost right into it. It's, It's nice to know some of the other background that Breaking Bad kind of provides but i think you can watch it standalone and it's still a great show donnie veldman you're a saint your dick is huge and i want everybody to go see the black people show uh it is don't, co- <laughs> don't think uh donnell rollins and d ray davis yes show. yes chocolate factory comedy show 
D-Ray Davis with Donnell Rawlings at the Froenthal Theater. If you go to fullhousecomedy.com and click on buy tickets, you will it'll take you right there and then you uh get the tickets, okay? All right. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Eric. Very good, buddy. See ya. Big Dick Donnie Veltman. I don't think he likes me calling it Black People Show. Black dudes are in it. I mean, come on. All right. Um, advertise on the show. I'll make you a star. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Send me an email and I'd love to tell you how it works. Everything's a handshake deal. Uh, never found anybody who I haven't been able to find a spot on the show, whether it be if you have a small budget or one that's a little bit more elaborate, please reach out to me and I will help as best as I can. Uh, thank you to the Kent County Health Department. They have gotten behind the show, allowing me to talk about the great things that they do. Now, there's a lot that they do, but what I want you to focus on, uh, what we're focusing on here, it is HIV Awareness Month. June is the month that they're doing that uh, all across the land. And um, no exception here in uh, in West Michigan. You go to accesskent.com slash health. And uh, on the side of the page, there's like an a- in ABC order, all of their services. If you go down about two-thirds of the way to personal health services, okay, Click on there, and there you can uh, check on their HIV counseling and testing. Click on that, and you can get a test. I know it sounds ridiculous or weird to talk about, hey, you think you got HIV? Here's what you do. But it's an important service to have because not only uh, in the event that something uh, unbelievable happens to you, but in case someone you know is experiencing something, they need to get tested for God's sake. Nowadays, AIDS, HIV, not a death sentence. Um, there's so many treatment options that are available to, the, to you, to people. Uh, HIV counseling and testing. All you have to do is go to accesskent.com slash health. One of the myriad of things that I'll be talking about with the Kent County Health Department, including all the immunizations and the importance of all the uh, different things that your uh, young people need, your kids need, in order to just... Uh, uh, be healthy all the time and the uh, WIC program, which is something that we'll be touching on a little bit later on. So thank you to the Kent County Health Department for allowing me to talk about their initiatives. Thank you. Okay. Bennett flooring installation. Uh, they, they did the basement, got it done perfectly as, uh, as expected. 616-318-0167 or bennettflooringinstallation.com. If you need more information, as to what they're doing, some before and after picks there. It's just fantastic. Uh, and, and it's the most affordable way to install flooring professionally. If you think you're going to tackle this on your own, it's going to look like shit. Okay? Long and the short of it, it's going to look like you did it. Don't do that. Go ahead and do the stupid work like uh, ripping out the old flooring and getting it ready, buying the new flooring on your own. I'll talk about that in a second. But then have uh, Bennett Flooring Installation install it for you. Um, Cousins slash lovers Jason and Jacob Bennett are the brains and brawn behind the business. You'll get the flooring department, flooring ambulance pulling up in your driveway. 
and they will help you. 616-318-0167. Call or text. Mention my name. The flooring I want you to buy. I'll be talking about these guys for the next six months again. Thank you to Darwin for signing on the dotted line. I appreciate that. It keeps me fed and the puppies fed and the kids and the wife fed and the NFK fed. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet, Granville, Michigan. The cheapest price for flooring anywhere. Anywhere. Even without the 10% discount that you're getting when you mention my name. Uh, They are located in Granville, Michigan, in downtown Granville, right behind the Little Caesars. Can't miss them. Ugly beige building, small red sign. Go in, say, hey, Eric Zane sent me. They said 10%. They'll say 10% off. And then you start looking. Uh, Tap one of the guys that works there on the shoulder. Say, well, I want to put down a vinyl plank. Then they'll go, they'll give you the options. You uh, snag it right there, pay for it, and take it out of the store. It's all in stock. They buy it by the 53-foot trailer full, so they get it a lot cheaper than anybody else because they buy so much. Savings are passed on to you. That's why it's a discount outlet. Add 10% to that total savings when you mention my name. That is my time. I am wrapping up the show here. Don't forget, I'll be on Patreon a little bit later on. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. If you don't mind, throw a $5 or $10 a month donation my way. And you get 15 plus hours of content each and every week. Where is my dry erase marker? I do this every time. Ah, there it is. All right. Who's our asshole of the day today? Ah. Mike Ball? No. Madison? No. Don Koharski? I don't think so. Jeff Striegel from Berlin? Of course not. Aha! I think I know who it is. You might have a suggestion. But it's got got to be the uh, Indianapolis Children's Museum for Juneteenth Watermelon Salad. (laughs) <laughs> what a bunch of assholes uh asshole of the day brought to you by tc paintball and jm synthetics but my god is that funny uh, terrible yes but hilarious i i honestly think they're just oblivious i don't think that they like have a, a, a malicious bone in their body but that's kind of the way i i uh i see the world hey i thank you for being part of this show appreciate you for uh, checking it out live and downloading the audio podcast. Till next time. Thank you.